make me proud of me Cause I know that you doubted me Even told me I would never get with you Told me I could never get with you But this pride in me Wouldn't let you slide by me Welcome to season two, episode three of the Rama Rundown. Today I'm here with one of my longest tenured friends. Hi, my name's Akhil. I uh, I moved to Nevada in 2010, and I think that's when I first met Vidu. Mm -hmm. uh, both of our sisters did this type of dance class, dance together. So yeah. my mom dragged me along one day. <laughs> And when I walked in, I saw Vidu in the corner booth reading a diary of a wimpy kid book. Oh, man. And that I, was a time. <laughs> so I just walked over to him and uh, we just had a lot in common. I think we became really good close friends, best friends, like right away. And yeah. the past 10 years have gone by quick. Yeah, that was that was like fourth grade. Yeah. We're about to be freshmen in college. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to University of Arizona this yeah. fall. And that's pretty nice. You must be excited for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, like we've known each other for so long and I we've been through it all with each other, seen each other grow and stuff. Let's get straight into this. Today we're going to do a ranking show. So we're going to take a bunch of different categories and share our rankings on them. The first one we're going to start off with is our top five rappers. Since we're both big fans of rap, there's a lot of them to include. So my honorable mention, he didn't make the list, but my honorable mention for a top five rapper is Childish Gambino. I really like him as a rapper, but the only reason why he's not on my list is that his his body of work in terms of rap albums isn't that large, so I just couldn't include him in my top five. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. Childish Gambino doesn't... He used to put out a lot, but yeah. I think he's done with music now. I think yeah. he said he stopped. Yeah, but, that's um, crazy. Yeah, it is. Because he's acting. But he's yeah. acting now. He's doing comedy stuff. Yeah. So uh, one of my honorable mentions was Roy Woods, who's Roy who was signed to Drake's album or his record, yeah. to his records. Toronto Boy. Uh, I thought Roy Woods was going to... He was up and coming, but I think he just fell off. And uh, But he has some good songs like Drama with Drake. Mm -hmm. He also has Instinct with Made in Tokyo. So, yeah. I mean... He could make a resurgence. I don't know. I th no, I think that I think that's fair to have him on the outside of the top five. But let's just get right into it. My number five person. A lot of people might be surprised that you know he's this low, but it's J Cole, Jermaine Cole. Um, the reason I have him at number five is he has so many amazing albums. Twenty fourteen, Forest Soul Drive, For Your Eyes Only, Born Sinners. Born Sinner has a bunch of hits. They're filled with just bops. Um, I like his voice a lot. He's very, it's a very soothing voice, and something that I can always vibe with, like in the car when you're, you know, doing work in the shower. You know, you can always put some J Cole on and like enjoy it. Um, I really like him as a person. He's very thoughtful and introspective. Like when, I, when you see him in interviews, and it really reflects on his in his lyrics. They really, uh, they have, they always have meaning to them, and he's always thinking or challenging a certain concept or issue. Some of my favorite songs, though, there's so many to name, but I love Power Trip, No Role Models, G.O.M.D., Fire Squad, Immortal. The, um, my favorite song, though, is uh, it's called Return of Simba. And I think it's honestly one of my favorite songs of all time across any genre. So if you haven't listened to that, listen to it. It's one of his older songs. But yeah, J. Cole's number five on my list. Yeah, so I mean, I can see where you're coming from. Like, J. Cole's like one of the few guys to actually make sure his lyrics uh, have meaning yeah. relating to the real world yeah. issues and problems and uh -huh. other other uh issues so yeah honestly i don't like did you like kod i don't know like I, I really i used to like some of j cole's older music yeah yeah he made a lot of good mixtapes and he dropped a lot of good songs but i didn't i don't really like the direction he's going with in kod but Oh, his and he does the fact that he does it with like no features. Yeah, like twenty fourteen Forest Hills Rams is like the first platinum album with no feature. Yeah, that's crazy. Which, which is just crazy. So that's why like he has to have a spot in my top five. How about you? So my number five would surprise a lot of people that know me. It's actually Kanye West. So Kanye. usually I bag on Kanye a lot <laughs> around uh, people. Like whenever they ask me, I say Kanye's overrated yeah. and stuff like that. But when you look at it in terms of top five rappers, Kanye's mm -hmm. had such a huge influence on rap and just 
and for so long too for yeah. the past 10 years 10 plus 10 years, years yeah so um i just thought like he has a bunch of old school music that are good yeah. i don't really mess around with some of his newer music like on yay but I thought Freshman Year, I think was when Life of Pablo came out. That I thought fun. that was one of the best albums I've heard in a while, especially after such a long break, break since like College Dropout and that Graduation. Was, yeah, that was a good album. Yeah, but some of my, I think my favorite song would have to be Waves with Chris Brown on it. Waves. <laughs> <laughs> and 4 or 5 Seconds with Rihanna and Paul McCartney, mm-hmm. also a banger. Mm-hmm. I really like Kanye. I think he gets a lot of hate and slack for what he says. But uh, he definitely deserves a spot in the top five. He might be higher up on my list. But going to number four, my number four is Tory Lanez. A lot of people might not know him. He's a Toronto rapper. Um, A lot of people said he could take over the mantle for Drake, you know, when Drake drops off. But he hasn't really hit that peak yet. But I think he has the most, aside from Kendrick Lamar, I think he has the most unique voice in all of rap. You can just listen to a song and you hear that voice and you know it's Tory. Um, I think he has a really good blend of R&B and rap. He can sing. He has really nice rapping voice, flow, delivery is amazing. He's so creative. Um, he has a bunch of mixtapes called Chicks Tape. And one of them is just a whole album based off of 90s samples. He's, he samples a 90s classic Classics like Say My Name by Destiny's Child, Need a Girl by uh, P. Diddy and uh, Mario Genuine. And uh, he even took a sample from a TV show, Proud Family. I can't name any other rapper who could just take a TV show uh, jingle and then turn that into a dope-ass song. But he's really creative. And one thing I really like about him is that he has that competitive attitude. He's always trying to prove doubters wrong, you know, get to the top of the mountain. One of his albums is called I Told You, and that's actually his most famous album. And he's just, you know, spinning, like, spinning fire against the people who didn't really believe, him in, believe in him from the start. I think his best ability, though, is his storytelling ability. There's this one song in his uh, album, Memories Don't Die. It's called Pieces. And he tells a story about a guy who's been searching for his father's murder his whole life, only to find that his father was murdered by his cousin. Who he had, ra- who his father had raped, and you know he fits this whole story, and it's it's a heck of a song. It's five minutes of just like great narration and great lyrics, and honestly, like, apart from like a rapper that I have uh, ahead on this list, he's one of the best storytellers and narrators I have all time. Some of my favorite songs are "Say It," which is his, his probably most famous song, "Proud Family," "Karuche," "High," and "Pieces." And Pieces is one that had this storytelling in it. So, yeah, what do you think of Toy Lanez being that? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't surprised because, yeah. I mean, I, I know you like him a lot. Yeah. He does have a unique voice. It's soothing. It's mm-hmm. yeah. He can flow with anything, like yeah. rap, sing, anything. I think he's just really versatile and like, yeah. really flexible. My number four was Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> oh, so, I, I know, I know it sounds kind of childish. <laughs> I know... People don't take him seriously, but Uzi actually has like some pretty. His some people like a lot of people actually like his voice, just how yeah. it sounds. Yeah, and I mean his his raps, his rapping is pretty good too. So like, a couple of my favorite songs are Seven Million, EXO Tour Life, Seven AM, Erase Your Social. Uh-huh. One of my favorite Uzi songs is called Paradise, which. He doesn't really rap on. He sings on even more. Sings it the whole time. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a few verses, one or two, but yeah. those aren't like hardcore rap. No. They they flow pretty well. Yeah. So I just think like Uzi's kind of up. He's upbeat with his music. It's lively. Yeah. It can just get you, just going energetic, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like, in terms of rapping, he should he's in the top five. No, that no, that's fair. You know, I think it's an acquired taste. You know, I I listened to it for a little bit, but then I didn't really get into it. But honestly, I haven't explored a lot of his stuff yet. I just, I guess, I didn't really like. I didn't have that taste in the beginning. But I'm sure he's pretty good. And as you notice with both of our lists so far, we like when there's artists that have a blend of R and B and like rap, like artists that can just not only just deliver bars, but also like flow, have a nice flow and like have a nice chorus and everything. My number three 
is Kanye West. And you know, exactly for the same reasons you said. I think he's a creative genius. And his body of work, honestly, I think it's the best body of work out of all the rappers I put on this list. You know, even the upcoming yeah. ones. He has so many albums that have just like that are just full of hits. Graduation, Life of Pablo, Eases, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, College Dropout, 808s and Heartbreak, Watch the Throne. Um, I think he's amazing at being soulful and only believing what he says. You know, he, he does get a lot of criticism for what he says, but he's really passionate about it. And he says it with conviction and emotion. And you can really see that in his music and the way he raps and the way he sings. It's unparalleled. Like, you can really see the time and the effort and the emotion that he puts into making music. And, you know, you might not agree with his message, but you can't fault him for having that emotion and passion. He has he has so many great songs. Uh, there's so many, but I'm going to list a couple of them. Heartless, Runaway, Stronger, Can't Tell Me Nothing, Love Lockdown, uh, Monster, Jesus Walks. And I'm sure I'm leaving a lot off, but he just has that. He just has so many hits and so many albums that I think it's impossible to leave him out of the top five. And you know, he might be he might drop off he might have dropped off in the last couple of years. But he he just had such a big impact on the rap culture in the last ten, fifteen years that it's just you can't you can't not put him in his in your yeah, top five. I feel like maybe ninety nine percent of the list would definitely have Kanye top yeah. five. He he's he's just so smart too, the way he produces. He knows what people will listen to. He knows his audience. I think he does a really good job of connecting to that audience. Yeah, definitely. So uh, my number three was Aubrey Graham, <laughs> aka Drake. So I just feel I just feel like Drake's voice is so smooth, especially mm-hmm. whether he's rapping or if it's an R and B song. If he's yeah. just singing, he has a unique voice. Too. Yeah, I just feel like it's so soothing. And like I think his Take Care album Ooh. was one of the first ones, one of the first full albums I listened to. Yeah. Uh, I also thought Take Care, the song with Rihanna was one of the, I think best was song. the first song I listened to, also one of the best. Uh-huh. I just feel like outside of like just music, like his figure, his image in like yeah. all around the world makes him great. Just how positive he can be oh, yeah. and his popularity plays a big role in who he is mm-hmm. and his success. But a couple of my favorite songs are Little Bit, Rio's Interlude, Hold On, We're Going Home. Do not disturb. (laughs) And my favorite song, my favorite Drake song of all time is Passion Fruit. Yeah. And I think it's really cool how he's the first international rapper. All the other rappers, you know, came out of America. But he came out of Canada and he turned into a global icon in terms of rapping, the sports industry with the rappers. With the rappers. Um, He just really made himself into like an international figure. Yeah. I really like like the messages, like in God's Plan. It's an overplayed song, but like... The, the music video and everything was amazing. Yeah. And his yeah. collabs are amazing. Like, the people, he he can collab with, like, Block Boy and JB and still make a hit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> he can get anybody and he can still he can put in some work. Um, my number two, a lot of people might think it's cheesy, but I, I really think he belongs here. It's Kendrick Lamar. Um, and not because of his newer albums, like, damn, but the Mad City and To Pimp a Butterfly albums are two of my top five favorite rap albums of all time. I don't even I don't even be, know how to begin to describe their impact on my life. Like, as a freshman and sophomore, that's all I listened to. I listened to those two albums on loop with my friends, on the back of the tennis bus, you know, just when I'm doing homework, on the way to school every morning. There's so many like impactful songs in those albums. Kendrick Lamar has that unique rapping voice like a lot of these guys have. But I think his is probably the most unique, his voice. You you know, like, that's A.S. Kendrick. And his flow is just amazing. His delivery is impeccable. Um, and the thing I really like about it is that he talks about issues that actually matter. You know, how it's sometimes it's hard to get it, out, get it up out of the mud. He talks about the social inequality and injustice and nowadays. A lot of, a lot of uh, artists turn away from that because it, it catches flack and, you know, it might... Uh, the audience might look at it in a negative light, but Kendrick doesn't matter. If he sees a social problem, then he'll he'll really rap around, rap about it if it really means something to him. And he has so many hits. Uh, some of my favorite ones are Mad City, The Black or the Berry, King Kunta, and The Heart Part Four. I think he's had too much of an impact in rap over the last ten years to not make the list. 
Yeah, so I I think you covered it all. Like my yeah. number two is Kendrick as well, yeah. and <laughs> I mean like his voice is so unique. Like you could hear it somewhere out in public, and you know like right away, yeah, that's Kendrick. Yeah, and I just think like his ability to like rap and switch to singing mm-hmm. on on any song on so many of his songs where he yeah. switches back and forth, yeah. just shows off his abilities. And I just also like his messages through his mm-hmm. music. I feel like alongside J Cole. He has some of the most brilliant lyrics of any rapper oh, of all time. For sure. Like the messages that they're able to convey in their lyrics, and mm-hmm. I, I just think it's so brilliant. It is. And also, I talked about Tory Lane's storytelling, but Kendrick can really tell a story too. Yeah, like definitely. in Mad City, especially that, that was one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, um, I just wish that you know people nowadays just like listen to the Dan album. But I feel like you know, if you really want to get to know Kendrick as an artist, you had to go back to you know his other two albums and Definitely. even like Section Eighty, ADHD. Like those are some good mixtapes and songs. And I think you know, um, I wish I wish people took the time to explore him more because he really does a lot. And he, he made the whole Black Panther album too. Yeah, which is crazy as a producer. Yeah. So I mean, a couple of my favorite songs are are Love, which is off the damn album. Yeah. But I also like. There's a song called Untitled Six off of his Untitled album he dropped like three yeah, years a lot ago. Of people forget about that album. Yeah, because like I guess I mean he named them all Untitled one yeah. through eight, so it's kind of hard to like remember. Go to your friend and be like, "Hey, Untitled Two, my favorite song." <laughs> but Untitled Six has CeeLo Green on it, and it's honestly really good. Yeah. But it doesn't have many streams because I guess like people just haven't listened to it. But that's definitely a song I'd recommend. Mm-hmm. So that was your number two as well. Yeah. All right, going to my number one. A lot of people, a lot of younger people won't know this guy, but it's Nas. You ask anybody born in the 1990s or who lived through the 1990s, and they'll tell you he's the best lyricist of all time. He gets overshadowed by Tupac and Biggie because of all their drama, their fight, and then obviously their murders. But I think he is hands down a top five rapper of all time in anybody's eyes who really know him and this is not Lil Nas X this is the real Nas <laughs> no Nasir and um, I think he really he really revived hip hop after uh, after Tupac and Biggie died it really took a hit you know not many artists were out there but him and Eminem you know and Jay Z they they like brought it back I guess and um, like Kendrick he rapped about stuff that actually mattered and his his flow and delivery was amazing. Uh, people say he's the best MC of all time. His lyrics, like in his his most famous uh, song, New York State of Mind, he says, I don't sleep because sleep is a cousin of death. And he talks about uh, people's mentalities and you know how that gets him in trouble. And he really talked about the social inequality divide, which which I really uh, I, I can really see in you know today's society. And, you know, back then it was an even bigger problem, you know, with the whole OJ thing going on. Um, I just think he's such a great storyteller, a great lyricist, like a writer, songwriter and producer. Um, if you don't really know who Nas is, you should listen to Illmatic. He, it's it's uh, agreed by everybody. It's the best rap album of all time. Uh, it was released in 1992, I think. And there's so many hits on there, like New York State of Mind, One Mic. Um, other good songs that he has are Hate Me Now and Black Republican but if you don't know who Nas is you really gotta check him out because he he was the face of the 90s alongside Tupac and Biggie yeah I'm, I'm gonna be honest Vito <laughs> I, I don't know the first thing about Nas yeah. I, I do know like a lot of people consider him the greatest rapper of all time yeah. and I don't disagree uh, I just haven't I haven't I didn't grow up with his music around me and i just don't think like that style is for me Mm -hmm. but definitely like a lot of people who grew up through the through the 90s who were yeah born with that i feel like they definitely know like where you're coming from his songs don't really have that many choruses but it's just flow after flow bar after bar his lyrics are really what makes him special the things he talks about yeah so like it's an acquired taste like you said and uh, you're not gonna you're not the sad thing is that you won't hear it on ra- radio play nowadays because there's better songs for the radio but if you really want to like discover and explore he's one artist i really suggest you look into right. yeah so uh, my number one was little nos x i'm, I'm <laughs> Wait, kidding what? i'm kidding <laughs> no it's uh it's travis scott so travis, scott. travis scott's rap skills aren't the best nah. 
and his lyrics don't have mm, too much meaning behind it. No. But I feel like his production, the beats and flows that he has on his songs oh, yeah. play a major role. Yeah. Like, I feel like it creates a spacey vibe, like all his lyrics and all that. Astro. <laughs> Yeah, but like he just brings a chill vibe to like every any song he produces or any song that he's featured on yeah and it's like he takes you somewhere honestly like his music it's like energetic it can get you going but like hey he's i like he's in his he's he's in a totally different lane he's like doing a lot of like different things from what yeah. other artists are doing yeah but like my favorite song is pick up the phone yeah. but he also has other songs like goosebumps through the late night which has kid oh, cuddy yeah. on it a lot of people actually say we're saying like maybe a year ago like Travis Scott was going to be the next Kid Cudi, yeah. But Travis went his own direction, kept yeah. like going his own direction. Didn't you buy your mom? Like- I, yeah. So I think two <laughs> two years ago on my mom's birthday, I bought her a Birds in the Trap sing McKnight <laughs> album and paired them with some flowers and <laughs> she actually says pick up the. Pick up the phone is her favorite song <laughs> off that album. Yeah. So my mom knows what's up. <laughs> I think I think Travis Scott is definitely like the, the face of rap nowadays. And I, I really like him as like a, a producer. I just I, I didn't have him onto my top five because I didn't think like as a pure rapper he was as good as a, as these other guys, but like his overall like uh production and like his songs and like it's like something that you can always play everywhere, everywhere you are. Yeah. You can be simping, you can listen to Travis Scott, you could be like playing, you, you could be hype, you know, before yeah. a tennis match, and you're listening to the gym or something. Like, I feel like he has a large, like, audience that he can target with his music. And I think I agree with you, it takes you to a different place. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's why I can see why you put him, you know, number one on your list. You have any problems with my list, J. Cole, Toy Lanes? No, yeah. I mean, I mean, everyone's yeah. list, everyone's different. list is different. It yeah. pertains to their own taste. So I definitely, there's nothing with your list I would disagree. I just feel like knowing you and your preferences with the type of music you like, I can definitely see how that list fits you. Yeah. And like, like, like you said, this is our top five list. This is, this isn't who we think are the top five rappers of all time. This is just who we like the most. And we, I know we excluded a lot of people. Like, I'd exclude Childish Gambino. You know, Jay-Z, Eminem was in there. Um, there's a lot of other people who could have made the list. But in terms of, like, what we listen to, you can tell that we, like, people can do both. They can sing and they can rap. Yeah. And, you know, that, that really has a big influence on who we like overall. So we're going to take our first break here. And on the other side of the break, we're going to move on to our next category, our top five overall artists. Maybe. I should have listened when you told me I would do better as a homie, yeah Right there I should have took it up But pride was walking on me, yeah I shouldn't I shouldn't make excuses now Cause I know that it's useless now You know what the truth is now You swear you know how I do Welcome back to the second segment of the Rama Rundown And... We're going to go through our top five overall artists. So this is across any genre. It doesn't have to be rap or R&B. But um, I'm going to start off with my honorable mention. And it's, it's Janae Aiko. I think she's a queen. She has a really good voice. Um, she has a lot of good songs. I know you like Sativa. I love Sativa. <laughs> <laughs> Sativa, great tremor. If you haven't checked it out, that's a bop. Uh, but she, she, I think she just has... She's such a good artist and... She has a lot of flexibility with what she can do with her voice. And I really like the meaning behind her songs. Um, who do you have on your honorable mention? Uh, so, if we're looking at m- music I listened through, to throughout like my entire childhood, yeah, I'd have to say One Direction. <laughs> so, One my D. sister was a huge fan Like when she was in 6th grade, 5th yeah. grade, when they yeah. first started making it big. Mm-hmm. And she put me on and like, it was, I mean, all throughout middle school, I knew like every song, I knew every album. I yeah. play like, what was that? Quiz Up? Quiz Up? Where uh, they have like One Direction as a topic. I'd be getting like. Trivia Crack? Quiz Up. I'd be getting like 20 <laughs> out of 20s on that's every that's single that's question. <laughs> but yeah, like they have, they have a lot of good music that like, yeah. it's still good that honestly, I listen to. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, they. A lot of people don't like listening to boy bands. A lot of guys don't like listening to boy yeah. bands, but they had a lot of good songs. 
I, I love They Don't Know About Us. That's one of my favorite songs. That's of your all favorite time. song. I'd say my favorite song would have to be Night Changes or uh-huh. 18. 18. Who's your favorite member? Uh, Liam. I like Liam. Yeah, like, I, Liam. Say, I like Liam too. The other ones kind of annoy me a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I never liked Niall. I don't know why, but I felt like he didn't contribute. <laughs> I, I didn't like Harry. Out of all of them, I hated him. I felt like he stole the spotlight from the others and he was such a diva. But I think now they're getting, I think now they're doing well without him. Like each, each of them have their solo careers. Yeah, they all went their own ways. Mm-hmm. But I, I can definitely see that, as, especially as like a middle school or an elementary school. That was like what's playing on the radio all yeah. the time. So I can definitely see why you put that into your honorable mention. But starting with my number five, he didn't make the other list, but he definitely makes this list for me. It's Childish Gambino. The only thing I can argue or you could poke a hole in his career is that his body of work isn't that big. He's only dropped a couple studio albums. But I think he is one of the best, if not the best, dual threats in terms of singing and rapping together. Um, when he just straight raps, his flow and his bars are just fire. You know, just listen to Bonfire if you haven't heard it. That's just that's just such a hard... It goes so hard. And the lyrics are just so, like, passionate and everything. One of my favorite songs of all time. I love his storytelling abilities, too. In the Camp album, he talks about his childhood, you know, going to summer camp, all of his emotions, his crushes. So he's not really, he's not scared to go back in his past and pull on these lessons and memories that he can share with the audience and really connect to his younger audiences, at least. I feel like he's such a quirky and unique individual, and he's never afraid to be himself. He'll, he'll have a lot of weird lyrics, but like he doesn't care if he's judged for it, and he'll just say it because you know he he thinks he thinks it's important in the song, and you know I have to respect him for that. He's like Kanye in a sense, you know. Yeah. He's not he's not scared of what other people think of him, and he's just always being himself. He's not like doing things for like radio play, so I can really respect that. He like he does music because he really enjoys it, and he makes it in like a pure way. And um, he has a lot of good songs, but like my couple, my favorite are Oakland Sweatpants. Pink Toes with Janae Aiko, Sober, Heartbeat, and That Power. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say my favorite Childish Gambino song is Summertime Magic. That's it's just, good. It's such a happy mood, and it's like, I mean, listening it in the actual summer. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, so like just driving down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think Childish Gambino does a good job of just evoking a lot, like a wide range of emotions. Like, he has a lot of like upbeat songs like Summertime Magic and Pink Toes in Oakland. But then he also has the hard stuff like sweatpants and yeah. bonfire, and then he has sober, which I don't even know I don't how to even describe know what sober. That is. Yeah, it's just so good. That's I don't all. even know how to describe sober. It's just like if you're on an acid trip, that's what you think you'd listen to. <laughs> <laughs> My number five was yeah. Justin Bieber. JB. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, he did have a, he still does have a really nice voice, yeah. but like there is like he's had so many issues <laughs> off like yeah, aside from music, lot. also with music, but like his lip syncing and immense amounts of auto tune that he yeah. was using up like through puberty. But yeah. I just feel like his features on songs are still really good. Uh-huh. And his Christmas album, like I could listen to that in the middle of July and it'd still be good. Like I can uh-huh. like I could listen whenever, <laughs> wherever. Yeah. But wasn't he your Spotify like he was I looked at so yeah so I looked at Spotify statistics.com yeah. which tells you like just up to date to? your top like 50 artists top 50 songs uh-huh and oh, like just, across all, not this, not for the year right not just, for like, the year time. yeah it's all time so I found out recently that Justin Bieber <laughs> was my number one so I honestly I couldn't leave him off I couldn't leave him off no, my no. top five overall and, but I don't know. I th- I think he's had a lot of issues, but like throughout yeah. the years, he's consi- he's like con like Kanye consistently puts out like good good work, yeah, and good hits. Just like he always he's always at the top of the charts for something for one song or another. Yeah. So I mean, a few of my favorite songs are yeah. Juke Jam with Chance, mm-hmm. uh, Company, yeah, Mistletoe, yeah, and uh, my favorite song, according to. Spotify statistics is baby? Deja Vu oh. <laughs> with Post Malone on it. I thought you were going to say Baby. I was about to say that, that is also a good song. <laughs> I like Boyfriend. That's, that's a good song. Yeah. Um, so my number four, um, a lot of people might be surprised I left this off my top five rappers list. But I say Drake is my number four artist overall. And why I didn't include him on the rapper list, I just... 
I really value his singing ability. I think his singing ability is better than his rapping ability, in my opinion. I like his, I like some of his songs. We'll get to that later, but I like some of his songs where he's just singing his heart out and talking about his problems. Especially Old Drake. I thought Old Drake was、yeah. extremely powerful. That, like you said, that Take Care album was just amazing. You know, even like More Life and So Far, So Far Gone. Yeah. Thank me later. These are all like old albums that are filled with so many hidden gems. A lot of people just hear the radio play. They hear like、uh, God's ho- plan, God's plan, Hotline Bling, One Dance. Yeah, like、uh, they just hear those like top hits. But Drake has so many other like low key songs that are just like just such a vibe anywhere. Like you could be like I said with Childish, you could be like playing them in the car. It doesn't matter. And yeah, you don't even have to be simping to listen to them. Like honestly, yeah, and I feel like I feel like people like. People say Drake's a simper, but sometimes they can only name Marvin's Room. Yeah, but really, there's like、and、so many other good songs. Since will... way back with、yeah. Party Next Door, he has Shop for Me,、no. Do Not Disturb, Yeah, Doing It Wrong. Yeah, he has、yeah. so many simps. Yeah, and like I said, he's the first like international figure in in the rap industry out of like the U.S. outside of the U.S. and he's really made a name for himself, which I really appreciate. Uh, some of my favorite songs, like we said, "Shot for Me," "Marvin's Room," "Find Your Love," "Blam," which you showed me. "Blam" is、yeah. really if you haven't listened to "Blam," that's really good, and "Passion Fruit," which I、yeah. really like. So,、uh, my number four was it's kind of surprising. It's Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish.、Okay. So I know she's like new. She's only dropped two albums so far, but、yeah. I feel like her voice and judging off the of potential, <laughs> like、mm-hmm. she's definitely gonna be like. Up there. The old, up there is like one of the old time greats. Like、uh-huh. she's only like she's two thousand two born, so she's she's seven seventeen. She's younger than us.、That's、yeah, so crazy. And like I listened to some of her live performances on YouTube or just in the studio, like、yeah. acoustic, and it's so good. And like her voice is like so pure. Uh huh. And like I I feel like she might already have the best voice of any female artist I've I've heard. Yeah, like with like Beyonce and Janae, straight up, like her music's very depressing. <laughs> It's really weird, but it can soothe you. Like you were talking about, I remember the other day you were talking about the music videos. Yeah, there's like spiders crawling out her mouth and stuff. Like I can't watch that, but her songs are like they're so it's so dark, but like in a different way. Yeah, it's not like heartbreak. It's just like dark, dark. But I think I think that's also like just that's just who she is as a person.、Like. Yeah, and she she says like the general theme involves like pushing oneself to be more confident and just like doing things to keep yourself happy and putting、yeah. yourself above others.、Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a good message. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think my favorite song is Watch. But、yeah. a few other songs I like are Bellyache, Ocean Eyes, When the Party's Over, and、yeah. Zanny. I've I've definitely seen, like like seen you listen to her a lot over、yeah. like, the last month, and I feel like a lot of people have started to you know recognize her as an artist, and I re- I just really like the fact that she's really paving her own way.、There's, yeah, I we haven't really seen anybody really like this because she's not really emo, but she's just like she's just a totally different artist. Yeah, you can't really compare it, her. To you、anybody. can't even describe her. Like I don't even no. know how to describe her. I think you know the fact that she's only seventeen. She has a lot of good years ahead of her. Hopefully, yeah. So I can see why you put her in top four.、Um, so my number three, my number three artist,、uh, y'all. If people might know me, they might be surprised that he's only a number three. But <laughs> I I have to put Trey Songz here.、Um, I think he has the second best voice in music personally, behind one of my.、Uh, Upcoming artist right here,、uh, he, like his voice is it's really it's like raspy. He can sound hood if he wants to, but then he's also it's very angelic when he wants it to be angelic. The the one knock I have on him is his subject material, like the stuff he actually raps out. It gets sexual. It, it gets really sensual, and <laughs> it's hard to play in front of other people. Like. Sometimes I play him in the car. You do. Sometimes you play him in front of my mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's something that you definitely gotta listen to alone. You can't be listening to that with your boys or anything. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's a good it's a good、uh, vibe for the bedroom at least. <laughs>、um, it's like his, like I said, his material isn't like impactful or profound, but if you really want to like have some like good lyrics and stuff, you can listen to some of his old romantic songs when he's more innocent. I think now he's. You said he turned into like a Jason Derulo.、Basically. Yeah, I was comparing him to Jason Derulo. It's like Jason Derulo came out with like Love Hangover, Riding Solo, and like、mm-hmm. those are like also like、yeah. romantic songs, like、that、Get Over、hard. Heartbreak and all that.、Yeah. 
but then he comes out with like talk, talk dirty, dirty <laughs> the other side and songs like that it's yeah. like you just they just totally transform into like they're like r kelly's now but yeah they're, <laughs> they're less rapey a little, a little bit less rapey but i think i really like trey's songs because of his voice and he has a good body of work no yeah i i, I agree about you should you're the one show me i trey did songs. You're the one who got me thanks songs, for so. calling me out yeah i, I did show v to trey songs so <laughs> like yeah. he has a lot of good albums trigger ready chapter five anticipation and then obviously passion pain and pleasure uh, he has he has a lot of hits you know like bottoms up yeah um i i like uh my favorite song though that you guys have to listen to it's it's a little bit sensual but it's okay it's called anxious it's on anticipation three it's anticipation three album it's not on streaming platforms like spotify but you can look it you can look it up on youtube i think that's my favorite song this this past year my one i probably listened to the most i don't know why but just it's like really good vibes so yeah, Trey Songs is my number three, which is surprising to some people because you know I, they know I listen to them a lot. Yeah, so uh, my number three was actually uh, it was my number one artist on Spotify twenty eighteen. Uh, who is uh, it? You want to take a guess? Who is it? It's not Travis Scott. No. Um, uh, not Bryson Tiller. Is, is it a guy? Is it a guy or a girl? It's a girl. It's, it's a, girl. a girl. What genre? Uh. T- country to pop oh that's easy it's t-swizzle yeah. taylor taylor yeah. <laughs> so i mean when i logged number in three? Number, three. number three so okay. like when i logged into like my spotify rap and was checking i was so surprised it wasn't drake because i was listening to drake a lot last year yeah, oh yeah for but sure. i saw taylor swift and like she was, was your number like, one she was my number one this past year that's crazy so like i mean like i still <laughs> I like even when she's dropping new music, I still listen to Sonia for throwbacks. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Sparks fly, you belong Ooh. with me. Red Those style, mean, mean. My favorite song, uh, by Taylor Swift is Wildest Dreams. I felt like That's that nine, that nineteen eighty nine album. It's just fire. It was oh, so my, good. You can't tell me otherwise. Like, I think my one of my favorite songs, top twenty songs of all time for me is Style. I just love that song. I don't know why. I feel like with a lot of her songs, it takes me back to my childhood. It's yeah. like nostalgic. Like you remember specific moments when that song was playing. A lot of music can do that. But I feel yeah. like Taylor Swift especially really like define define yeah. my childhood. I feel like her transition from country to pop says like what she's capable of. Uh-huh. Like if she wants to take on a new style, like she knows yeah. she can do it. Uh-huh. She's so talented with all her instruments and just like mm-hmm. just her musical abilities she gets a lot of bad rep nowadays though for like her reputation album and yeah stuff. It's, it's, it's just becoming more divisive i guess yeah. and but i mean that's nothing wrong with it that's oh, artist take stances a lot yeah but i feel like and she's such a great songwriter like i forget like she wrote so many of her songs yeah, like oh, back then by herself no or anything. yeah i just feel like her music's original and unique just to her the one thing i wish i wish that she made like a throwback country album like nowadays oh, she, 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 she tapped back to her roots i think that'd be amazing because there's so many good drop songs like teardrops on my guitar one of her first ones was just amazing and i think a lot of people like don't like i don't know why they don't like associating themselves with listening to taylor swift yeah she has a lot of good music honestly yeah she's like the kanye but for like pop she just has so many like good albums and like things out there yeah you have to respect her i think i have her like i had a beyonce in in terms of female artists at least for me at least yeah um now moving on to number two I already t- talked about him in the other list, but it's Tory Lanez. I won't go into much detail because you already mentioned him. But like I said, I think for me, he's my favorite dual threat in terms of singing and rapping. His flow is just really vibey. Um, it's if you if you haven't heard of him, you, I mean, he's not that big. He he's like he's he definitely has made a name for he's himself. Said, yeah, but he's not in the upper echelon of artists just yet. Um, if you want like a Drake, like a like a lower a, a, a dumbed down version of drake but with who's better at rapping i think you'll get tory lanes he goes hard a little bit more but i think he still has a lot of those precious songs that you know especially if you haven't listened to say it i don't even know what you're doing with your life honestly say it's a top 10 favorite song of all time for me it's just his ability to do, to do both really well and his creativity just puts in number two um and he's he's definitely not going to be on, on a lot of people's top fives but you know i listen to a lot of his songs yeah it's definitely a vibe for me so that's why he makes my my list number two 
Yeah, so my number two is where it starts getting a little serious. Like, this is where I draw the line. There's a huge gap here. Okay, between, between this one and two, Taylor Swift? Yeah. Two and three. So okay. my two is Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar. So I think he might have the second best voice behind who my number one is. Okay. And he's still a young artist. Like, he, he just is. dropped his third album called Case Study, like, uh-huh. 01, two yeah. weeks ago. I mean, it, it was kind of a flop in a way <laughs> but like there's still like four songs that are really, really good. good in it yeah but, like his lyrics are deep and like it pushes like listeners to like seek the real meanings of life like yes. he has a song called death and taxes which is like death and taxes that right. one goes that right. one's right. really deep yeah but um uh yeah i mean my favorite song is streetcar it was that's the only one i listened to really. yeah that was actually the first song i listened to by yeah. him other songs I like are like Get You, Superposition, mm-hmm. Too Deep to Turn Back, Japanese Denim. I I think a lot of people are starting to, you know, hop on the Daniel Caesar yeah. bandwagon now. But it looks like he has a lot of good stuff out there. So don't listen to just like the main ones. You should really go back and listen to a lot of, all the like smaller hits that he has too. Yeah, he also has, there's one lyric in, in Japanese Denim that yeah. I really like. It's my blue jeans will last me all my life so should we and it's like it's like he can get like happy with his music like kind of like deep and happy like i just feel like he's just super like relatable super vibey super super positive when he wants to be and i mean i just like him his voice is so nice too Uh my number one i think a lot of people might expect this but it's the weekend honestly (laughs) The weekend, you cannot tell me he doesn't have the best voice in all of music. Nobody has a better voice than him, honestly. His voice is very haunting, like like Whitney Houston. But he has like the vocal range of a Mariah Carey, which is just crazy. It's like a Michael Jackson 2.0, but better in my opinion, at least. I think his overall collection of albums is one of the greatest I've ever seen. Um, his albums and his uh his mixtapes, you know, Starboy, Beauty Behind the Madness, Kissland, House of Balloons, and Echoes of Silence, just so deep and dark and emotional. His lyric his lyrics are extremely impactful and creative. I love the fact that he talks about his scars, his romantic scars, his previous addictions, and his his flaws as a human being. He really humanizes himself. And he doesn't, a lot of people, a lot of these artists and a lot of these, like, you know, rappers, they try to put themselves on a pedestal like, hey, I'm the best. You know, no one can even, no one even can be my atmosphere. But he really brings himself down to his audience. He's like, you know, I'm just like any any other person. I'm greedy. I'm, you know, I'm flawed. And I really like that about him. You know, he talks about his scars so that his audience, his audience can pretend like they have none. And he has a lot of good songs that, you know, I just vibe with. And um, he just talks about a lot of, you know, internal conflict which i think is really important like uh in like relationships and like i said his addiction and his his mental state some of my favorite songs are the hills i know you like wicked games yeah wicked games is one of his best songs if you haven't listened to it you should really listen to it it's like six minutes long but i don't even care it's worth the listen it's it's definitely worth (laughs) the listen he did a cover of dirty diana by michael jackson which is just amazing valerie is good and then I've mentioned these two in a couple of my previous podcasts, but Wanderlust and Love in the Sky. I think in terms of impact on my life, I think The Weeknd has to be number one on my list. His, I think everything he has everything you can look for in an artist. And he's still, like, even though he's really dark and deep, I think he still has those like radio plays if you're into that, you know, yeah, Pray For Me with Kendrick Lamar. And he, uh, he, he had, a, he had a, uh, a song about Game of Thrones that he just released called Power's Power. That's pretty good. So uh, I'm pretty sure you'd expect that from me. You you know yeah, I listen to the weekend yeah, a lot. I, I wasn't surprised. No, I mean it makes sense. He's really good. He, he is really good. I'm honestly so I'm honestly shocked I didn't include him on my list anywhere. <laughs> like I might need to kick off JB now. <laughs> no, yeah, um, get the better Canadian. <laughs> honestly, bro. Yeah. No, I think I don't know the weekend. I think it's just really underappreciated because a lot of people know it's like Starboy and stuff. Yeah. But if you really, even in the Starboy album, like at least ten of the songs, you, like you could like play. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get major play like Reminders, Sidewalks is definitely one of Kendrick Lamar, False Alarm, Six Feet Under, Six Love Feet Under, Delay. Die for You, Die for You is an amazing yeah. song. Party Monster, Party Monster. I didn't even see. That's just I mean, one. Yeah. That's just one album, and bro. they're all like really good songs too. <laughs> and like, 
it's kind of like the Drake thing. They're like, oh, you listen to the weekend, you're simping. But you can listen to the weekend whenever, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be sad or dark to listen to the weekend. You can just, like, you can put it anywhere, really. Yeah. So, you know, that's my number one. <laughs> if you're mad at me, I don't care. He's definitely number one for me. So, my number one, I'd have to disagree with you to as. Best. The weekend having the best voice. No, the weekend has the best voice. I'm telling you. <laughs> I think Frank Ocean has easily the best Ooh. voice I've ever heard. That's debatable. I don't okay, know. You, like, okay, you go for it. You, you like just... he he hits so many different notes, mm-hmm. and his lyrics are so deep. Yeah, and so simple, mm-hmm. and like it's just type of music he puts out. Like his music is like meant to make you cry, honestly, happy yeah. or sad, and it's like not to feel embarrassed about it. No, and like. I know he only has two albums, which is a shame for someone like this <laughs> talented. Yeah. Channel Orange and Blonde. But like, I feel like those two albums are like some of like, like might make my top five albums of all time. Like both of them. Uh-huh. And I just feel like, like, he's just, I mean, when I listened to him like two years ago. Yeah. Or even before that. But like, when I listened to him, like. The lyrics didn't hit as much because, like, I was still like what sophomore freshman in high school. You like like the melody. Yeah, like nothing was nothing in my real life. My own life was like getting that deep. Like now being a senior, that I already graduated, about to be a college freshman, leaving home. I mean, like listening to some of his lyrics, just like it, 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 it's hitting now. Like what lyrics? You have any? I I actually have one when he says in Ivy. Ivy's, I, Ivy's, if you haven't listened to Ivy, like, I don't listen to the first one you have to listen to. I don't honestly. listen to much of Rank Ocean, but you played Ivy, and I really like it. I've been, honestly, I've been listening to it a lot the last couple of days. It's, it's a really good song. Yeah, so like he says, I ain't a kid no more. We'll never be those kids again. Then he says a couple other stuff, but like it, it, it hits, but it's like, it's We're like, not kids anymore. You gotta live life while <laughs> you're still young i guess that's what he's saying like we have like a lot of freedom right now without the responsibility of yeah. you know, doing taxes and getting a job yeah so i mean I- ivy is my favorite frank ocean song yeah. a couple of others i like are knights novocaine mm-hmm. lost pink matter and nikes mm-hmm. and honestly i still i still disagree about i think the weekend has the best voice so you can't tell me that he doesn't but frank ocean is definitely like top five in terms of voices just pure voices and it's it's really a shame because i wish he did make more yeah like he's not he's not mentioned in the upper tier of uh artists yet and and that's because he doesn't he, he doesn't really seek attention he doesn't like do things for you know for radio yeah for getting hits or you know being at the top of the charts he just really speaks like to he speaks to himself when he when he's like singing and I really, I can really appreciate that. He's not doing things for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And, like, you know, that's, that's, that's a negative for him because, you know, he's not mentioned as much. But, like, if you really get, if you get really get to listen to his music, like, you can really take something away from it. Yeah. Like, I would literally die if, if Frank Ocean and Daniel Caesar collabed and dropped something. <laughs> like, that would be insane. Bro, I told you, weekend, weekend, Trey Songs collab. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that would be the most unique thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, do, I don't know why, but like everybody was talking about a J. Cole Kendrick collab, and I was waiting. I was waiting for that for three years, the first three years of high school. But I've given up now. Yeah. Everybody was mentioning like, "Oh, they're gonna collab soon. They're gonna do this," and I was I was so ready. But like, I, every tennis season, I talk about it with Simran and Aria, and it never happened. It, it bummed me out so much. Biggest disappointment in my high school. <laughs> but um, before we take a break, real quick, we're gonna go through our top three simp and hype songs, um, real quick. My top three, crazily, they're all in the same album, same artist. And I think it, I think it's well-deserved. So my top three Sim songs, three is Doing It Wrong, two is Marvin's Room, and one is Shot For Me. And they're all in the Take Care album that Drake made. Drake is easily the number one Sim artist I've listened to in terms of, you know, you just broke up with somebody and you need some songs to listen to. That Take Care album will do you right so, completely. So you've been simping hard. <laughs> no, 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 you've been no. simping hard. No, I'm always in that mood. And it's like, like you said, you don't even have to like be yeah, simpy to like, listen to that stuff. I think I think 99% of the time I listen to Sim songs, I'm not even like simping. <laughs> yeah, I just listen to it. I just like listen to it because it has a nice voice and flow. I, f- I feel like Sim songs are like the best songs these days. Like yeah. it's not really like up upbeat pop. Like it's like Sim songs are like. I don't know. They Something still get like me. That. They get me energetic. It's weird. Like, yeah. It's just like the singing to the chorus. But if you haven't listened to Marvin's Room, 
like go listen to it right now and yeah. even like, the other two too shot for me and doing it wrong if you haven't listened to any of those three then like you really need to get your life together <laughs> like even living under a rock i'm serious this this drake album is nothing to play with he really goes hard emotionally <laughs> yeah so uh my top three sim songs were mm-hmm. uh cigarette daydreams by caged elephant mm-hmm. streetcar by daniel, daniel caesar and ivy was number one i can't argue with that list i think just drake me i think drake needs to make an appearance in that list <laughs> number three <laughs> um and really quick our top three hype songs these don't have to be like the most hard songs but three songs that you know that really like get you in the mood and everything my number three song is actually going to be bonfire about childish gambino it just goes so hard and it's like there's no it's so relentless it doesn't take a break or anything there's no pauses for like silence it just from the very beginning from like the literally the very first second to the last one it's like it just goes in really hard and your heartbeat just like elevates to a different level it's just all this adrenaline getting pumped into you um number two is a nas song with p diddy not a lot of people know it but it's it's the ultimate like screw the haters and anthem it's called hate me now it's basically a, you know don't listen to all that noise just focus on your game you do you um yeah don't let other people drag you down hate me now it's it's an amazing hype song and number one it's not really classified as a hype song by many people but i think the hills i think the production of the hills is one of the best produced songs i've listened to in a while just like the drop the way the voices the way the beat drops yeah paired with the weekend's haunting voice just it's it's literally like a chill up your bones so you know those are top three hype songs i listened to before like a tennis game or something yeah, so uh, I mean, for my top three hype, I had Slide, which Slide. is the Frank Ocean, Calvin. <laughs> I thought Calvin I thought you were Harris. talking about the French Montana Slide no, with the no. blue face, baby. <laughs> no, but no, like, I, I just feel like that song, like, uh, just like, just, it's like a happy song, I guess. Uh-huh. Like, it's super like, a go beat. do something. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I feel it's like a beach vibe for me. Yeah, then my it's number two was... I think I think the greatest rap collab of all time, what? forever, <gasps> forever. I can't yeah. I can't believe I didn't put that on my Drake, list. Drake, Kanye, Eminem. Lil Wayne, Eminem. Oh, that's crazy. I feel like I feel oh like God. Drake starts off, then it gets even better. better Kanye, Kanye, Lil Wayne, and, and Eminem, Eminem just like kills, it, kills it, and like. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't believe I didn't even think of that. That song's just super hype for me, and then, it's like bonfire. It just goes hard at the beginning, yeah. and then. Like it's it continues all the way to the end yeah. and it builds up to Eminem. I I thought it's cool how like like the music video it's like for LeBron and like yeah. him coming out of high school it had his highlights and oh it, yeah it's a sick music video yeah and usually like when you get like five rappers colla- collabing on a song you get at least like one or two bad verses and yeah. then a couple like pretty decent ones but all the verses in this song can like stand alone as like great voice great yeah. verses it's just, oh man I can't even believe I forgot that like I listened to that stuff so many times. All right, yeah, forever. Then my number one was Dark Knight Domo with Dark Knight Trippy Red, Trippy Red and Travis, Travis Scott. That and is like, pretty hard. I mean, like the the bass is like so crazy, loud. and like you know, I was I was listening like yesterday. You you remember <laughs> yeah. like like full volume, just blasting that like. Come <laughs> it goes so hard. Yeah, that's just crazy. I think I think it's yeah. I th- I think those are three good songs too. They go pretty hard. Um, so we're gonna take a break right now, and on the other side of the break, we're gonna finish off with our top five TV shows. You moved on, but you're still on my shorty I don't wanna lie because I'm right with ya You always pick me up, I don't get ya I've been trying to find your heart, I'm still trying You can find someone else, but just... Welcome back to the third segment of the Robin Rundown And this is probably the list you've been waiting for But we have our top five TV shows of all time Starting with... I don't have a, I don't have an honorable mention Actually, if I had to pick an honorable mention, I'd say Arrow Arrow had a couple good seasons, but the only reason it's not in my top five, it wasn't consistent enough, and it got, it kind, it got kind of a, a boring and repetitive at the end. So, but if that was my number, that'd be my number six. How yeah. about you? If if I had honorable mention, it it probably be Black Mirror. I okay. mean, like, 
I skipped around a bunch of episodes because yeah. they're not related with one another. No. But like it's it's like super dark and like it pulls you in. Oh, for it's sure. It's like it can be a dick thing. Like I've I've watched like maybe eight episodes are like forty five minutes. Yeah. I no, I probably watched like ten honestly, like in just one day. It's like I mean like it's it's so dark, like nobody wants to see a baby getting killed <laughs> by a hammer. hammer. But it's just so not satisfying. You just it's never like you, see that. You, yeah, see, like you just want to see more of like how how dark it can get, and, like how twisted, like <laughs> Dude, we're they not, can make it. We're not masochists or sadists, guys. It's just it's just it gets you hooked. Yeah, and especially what they do with Bandersnatch, where you gotta pick your own yeah, like, that was, journey. That was cool. I think yeah. that's really innovative. I think a lot of other shows are gonna start picking up on that soon. Um, so going to my number five real quick, I think it's Gotham. If you haven't seen it, it's basically batman before the batman it does an amazing job of telling the story of blue uh, uh bruce wayne building the foundation for him um william faulkner this english writer said that the only thing worth writing about is the human heart in conflict with itself and that would be the exact line i'd describe this show with there's so much internal conflict between the characters of bruce wayne and jim gordon they're they're trying to they're battling with the darkness within themselves and it's just, it's an amazing journey of self-discovery, which is a tenuous but rewarding process. It's very unsettling and always gets you, gets you on the edge of your seat. So if you haven't watched it, I think Gotham is an amazing show. Yeah, so my my number five was Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. So I, I quirky. Yeah, so I, I finished it, like, I finished all of it maybe within, like, in a week. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's just, like, it's a type of humor that, like, it's a new type of humor where you have to be, like, kind of, like there's a level of intelligence you need to have in order to get some of the jokes but yeah, it's like definitely like if you if you're not like you have to think a little bit in order to like fully like value yeah like, and if you have to think so. too much it's just it, it's not a good show yeah, for no. you. but it's it's really funny and like it's it's just super like i it can make you more relaxed i'd say like it's just like it's just puts you in a, it takes you to it's like travis scott it's like it takes you to a different place basically yeah. kind of like helps you block out all the things in your life um, going to my number four, uh, it's Psych. You're the one who actually showed me the show. I did. And it's a complete 180 from Gotham. It, Gotham is really dark and, you know, depressing. Psych is super upbeat and it's a perfect show if you like comedy, but comedy with a purpose or a direction. It's about a guy with like amazing, de- heightened detective skills and observational skills who covers as a psychic detective. Um, he pretends like he has these premonitions and visions, but it's just, how good he is at observing things. It has an extremely likable band of characters. Sean Spencer is the main character. Gus, his best friend. Juliet Lassiter, uh, Henry Spencer. Yeah. Um, each It's like kind of Black Mirror. Each episode is like its own unique case, which is really cool to unravel and really see what happens. But there's an overarching plot with the whole story. There's a direction. You see these characters grow and have mm-hmm. fun together. And if not anything, Sean and Gus are the best bro- second best bromance in TV of all time, I think. They have such a special bond of, yeah. as friends. That it's just really, you can really appreciate it. And you, like, honestly, it makes me jealous. Like, I want to have that with somebody one day. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Okay, yeah. your number four. So my number four was The Office. Okay. So I, I, feel like, I feel like you can leave The Office off. Of any of this, if you've yeah. seen it. Like, it's just, I'm, I mean, like, it's iconic. Like, yeah. I mean, like... I mean, like, the humor behind it is so funny and, like... It's really cringy at first. You it is really to it. cringy, like, yeah. First two seasons are honestly hard to get through for me. Yeah. But, like, once once you can get through them, like, you'll <laughs> it's be so, hooked. It's and, so like, it. I, the only thing I didn't like about it is, like, sometimes it gets really depressing. Just, like, <laughs> the situations. What some of these, like, characters... Because there's characters... Like, Stanley like, wants to commit suicide. Yeah, like, happen. there's people like this in, like, real life. And, like, some of the <laughs> conditions they're in, like, the things that I go through, it's just kind of depressing at times. But <laughs> That's so funny. I never, like, heard, heard somebody describe The Office as depressing. But, like, other than that, like, it's, it's a great show. Yeah. And uh, that's... I have The Office at my number three. Um, no explanation necessary. It just has the most iconic characters in TV with Dwight Schrute and Michael Scott. And I think it, the best part about it, it really accentuates the fact that you can find beauty in ordinary things. And then even something as boring as a paper company can turn into something so captivating and so enjoyable. And one of my favorite things about it is Jim and Pam's tumultuous relationship. They've been through so much ups and downs together. It's one of the most heartwarming things that I've ever watched. And there's so many lessons I can take from their relationship that I can carry on for the rest of my life. 
and you know you see them like from the beginning when they're just awkward you know co-workers to you know being husband and wife and having a family together and that transition is just it's just heartwarming to another level yeah so i mean my number three I didn't know. If, were we allowed to include anime yeah, on here? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so my number three was Naruto. All so right, it's Naruto. just a show I've been watching like super early on. Like I was like seven and like one of my friends introduced it to me. He was much older than I was. But like... Yeah, Ani? Yeah, Ani. Yeah. So like he put in like... He he put in English sub subtitles. I'd yeah. be like, why isn't it in dub? Like, <laughs> why is it? So it'd be yeah. easier. But like that young... At such a young age, like I couldn't understand why. You only see like the beauty behind it, like when I you get older. Yeah, like it has to be English sub if you <laughs> yeah. watch it. Yeah, no, no. But like sure. I've seen all the Naruto movies. I've seen like so many episodes. Mm-hmm. I'd say like my favorite character has to be Itachi. Yeah, I feel like he's just like super bad. Like, like badass. But like, yeah, I guess he's badass. But like, I feel like the saddest moment was when. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> hey, you guys had plenty of time to see Naruto. It's not my fault. But like, Itachi was given the choice of killing the entire village, his entire clan, along yeah. with his parents, just yeah. to sacrifice himself and his brother. Uh-huh. Or the other option was like... Oh, just to save himself and his brother. Yeah. Or the other option was that like, they just like kill Itachi and his brother as well. Yeah. And then everybody else stays alive. Yeah. So like... Sasuke didn't notice, so Sasuke sees Itachi kill his murder his own parents in front of him. Then Itachi like scares him like away. So in like so many years later, it's Sasuke and Itachi, and like Itachi tells Sasuke like make your life mission to yeah. get revenge by killing me. Yeah. So like Itachi Sasuke kills Itachi. Yeah. Really it was an illness that killed Itachi, yeah. but he doesn't know. So Itachi comes reanimates and comes back to life and tells Sasuke a story yeah and I, I cried I cried during that <laughs> scene because it's so sad when Sasuke finds out like Itachi never meant to do like kill his arms. yeah he just put it in a tough situation yeah um so my number two on this list is Community if you haven't seen it it's a really good show a really like light-hearted show it's about lovable study group of misfits at a community college basically it sounds boring but it's, it's just amazing the journey that they go through the bond that they um, create together the, it's honestly one of the most diverse set of main characters i've seen in tv the acting cast is just spectacularly talented you have donald glover ken jong allison brie joel McHale, and gillian jacobs five incredible actors and actresses it's the best TV show I've seen in terms of bottle episodes, which means that, you know, they can fit so much entertainment and storytelling within 20 minute episodes that don't require all these special effects or scene changes or settings or, all, you know, all these animations. They can really like encapsulate what it means to be a group of friends without having to do too much, which I think it's, I think it's so cool how you can make something so special out of something so simple. And I said that Sean Spencer and Gus were the second best bromance in TV because honestly, Abed Nadir and Troy Barnes in the show had the best friendship I've I've seen in TV so far. Their bond is unbreakable, and when Troy has to leave, it's so sad to see how it affects Abed. But it's if you're really looking for like a a kind-hearted show just to like get your mood up, Community is definitely the watch for you. Yeah. So uh, my number two was Parks and Rec. Parks and, and Rec. Like that's good. So many people have told me to watch that, but I haven't got yeah, to it. I, I compare it to The Office in a way, but like, except like there's no depression at yes. all and it's way happier. Uh huh. I've literally gone and like, I, I'd be like arguing with my friends all the time. Like, <laughs> they all tell me like The Office is way that, better. Yeah. Like, shut up. And I'd be like, but <laughs> Parks and Rec is happy. So like, <laughs> and it has a really good cast of people yeah, too. It does. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Aziz Ansari. Rashida Jones. Amy, Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way all the characters interact, it's, it's, and the storyline's great too. Really? Just seeing how like they can go from trying to fill in a hole to like yeah. this incredible like friendships, getting engaged a few of the characters. Mm-hmm. More than a few, a couple of pairs, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Alright. You say your number one first, because okay. I want to save my number one all for right, last. Alright, fair. Uh, <laughs> so my number one video already went over it. It was psych. Psych, yeah. So like I was just as early on, like, I'd say, like, elementary, I was super into this show called Monk. The other detective show. Which was show. a detective show. Both. That was pretty but depressing. Like, yeah, it was really depressing. His OCD, his yeah. wife dies. So, like, 
Netflix took Monk off, and I was like, I was like, the hell? what do I watch now? <laughs> yeah. So my my other friend showed me Psych, which I later showed Vidu, and yeah. like Psych, Vidu's already covered it. Like it's it's like happy. The cast of characters are yeah. amazing. The storyline and then the Sean bro- and Gus are just so the special. The romance, yeah. Like you can't even, I don't even know. They might be number one. I don't know, but they're honestly just see their bond is so crazy. Yeah. So I mean, but like, so once I finished Psych. Netflix thinks it's a great idea to take Psych <laughs> off as well, so... Oh, that would be with you, bro. Yeah. But, like, I've, I know so many people that, that have watched it, and not one of them has said a bad word about it. You know, everybody who watches it has enjoyed it. And there's so much content in it. There's, like, eight seasons. So we really want something that'll last. Psych is a really good show to watch. So, going to my number one, I'm really passionate about this. But if you haven't watched it yet, you have you have to... You have to watch Game of Thrones. I don't care if people say the ending is bad. It's still the best show of all time. And I'm not just, I'm just, I'm not being a nerd. I'm, I'm genuinely saying this. It's the best show of all time. I had a hard time coming up with this list, but I already knew from the beginning that Game of Thrones was going to be number one. And this is crazy because I only watched it like a couple months ago, but I feel this passionate about it. So you, you must know it means that it's really good. It does such a good job of making you uneasy and unsettling. It's the most edgy show I've ever seen. You know, they have a lot of things in there that you would never put like you said you mentioned how black hammer like they killed a baby with a hammer yeah in black mirror sorry in this one they literally cut off a horse's head which is crazy <laughs> like you think animal cruelty people will be all over it but they don't care um it does such a great job of attaching you to specific characters and then ripping them away from you at certain moments which sounds harsh but it really gets you enthralled in, in the show and just having that feeling of no one is safe in the show and you know people can be taken away with at any instant like makes you pay attention to every single detail and the most like the character development for every character is outstanding they all go through a journey and all go through a process which is super hard to do for most shows but game of thrones does it spectacularly and the thing that i found best about it is that it emphasizes certain aspects of humanity all the flaws strengths and weaknesses and drives home important themes like power greed empathy deceit Honestly, I, I, I can't even begin to describe how great it is. You have to go see it for yourself. And, you know, the ending is, is it didn't really meet the expectations a lot of people set for it because all the other seasons were just that great. But this show is still a much, a must watch. Um, a lot of people can tell you that, you know, I'm telling you that. And, um, I think, yeah, I know you haven't watched it yet, but I'll, you, de- I'll definitely start you definitely have to point. start. It's, it's really edgy. It's really mature. A lot of mature topics, but I think that's what makes it great. TV has never seen anything like Game of Thrones until it came out. But, you know, that's our list. You know, if you have any, you know, problems with it, you can come message me. But this is, this isn't what we think. Like we said with the music, what we think is the top five. It's just our top five personally. So, um, we have a couple of similar things, you know, The Office and yeah. Psych was on there, but I think our lists are pretty good in terms of having that dark. It's like they have that dark shows, upbeat shows, meaningful shows. So definitely check out some of these things because we're, you know, they've both had all these shows have had a big impact on both of us. But yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. It ran a little bit long, but thank you for coming on, Akil. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> one of my long, like I said, one of my closest and longest tenured friends, like 10 plus years. We're going to be friends for a long time. Definitely. Like Gus I and... Mean, I mean, our paths may end up going <laughs> our own way, but they'll definitely cross <laughs> plenty of times. Like Gus and Sean and Troy and Abed. Um, but thank you guys. If you really, if you guys stuck till the end, you're a real trooper. If you want to see more stuff like this, more rankings, more lists, I'm definitely down to do more. Just send me, hit me up with a message or something. And, you know, I uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your summer and you know, peace out.